Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and thank you once again for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, joined this week by Safari Mike. As always, Mike, how are you? Jumbo, Dave, how are you? Uh, you know, hanging in there. We got a lot of news to catch up, so we thought we, do. we thought we would do a sort of news-centric show here. Just going to plow through all the local and uh, mm-hmm. and world news, um, and then maybe throw in a little treat at the end if we have the time. But let's begin with <laughs> the local news. And uh, Mike looks like Flights of Wonders going down for six or something week cl- closure here, closing. It, well, it's probably closed by now. It's closed by the time you hear this. It is and, closed, and it'll be closed through St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, quite a bit there. Uh, from my understanding, is they're putting an actual roof on top of the uh, stadium seating kind of thing. Really? Yep. Can yep air, so they air condition it. Well, I think it'll still be open in the front. I mean, they still have the stage, still have the birds, but the uh, so no. right now where you have the sort of that tarp-looking thing above you will become an actual permanent structure. Gotcha. Well, that's probably that's a good idea. A little. Uh little progress coming to uh, the Flights of Wonder, I guess. Is. Yeah, but I can't imagine there'll be any changes to the show. You'll still have uh, Guano Joe and you know the same sort of thing going on. So it's still one of my favorite shows, so that's fine. Yeah, but it's probably due for a refresher. I wouldn't mind them doing a overhaul of the script. I mean, it's been the same yeah. script since 1998. Right. right. So if they did, even if they kept Guano Joe and sort of the general... What's the word I'm looking for? Plot, I guess, for lack of a better term. I, plot is a bit of a stretch. It's, just, it's, but... a strong, it's a strong term. But you know what I mean. The general you know, theme of uh, you know, Guano Joe and stuff, that's fine. But some maybe a refresher on the actual script would be good. Yeah, that's probably... Uh, I hope that's not too far off. But uh, yeah, so that's going to be down if you're going down there, which I actually will, will be down there yeah, you're during miss this time period. And uh, we are going to miss the Flights of Wonder, but that's okay. You still have winged encounters. We still have winged encounters. We still have lots of stuff to do. And we're praying that there's going to be maybe some previews of something new going on here. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not feeling it at this point. From what I hear, you have a shot. But it's a nighttime safari, maybe. But it's a, it's, a, it's a long shot. It's a long shot. It's a long shot, yeah. I don't, but I'll be down again. Sometime in uh, in early uh, in early summer. Oh, well, uh, then you'll have you'll have yeah. Rivers so of I'll Lights. definitely see it then. You have rivers of light. You have the nighttime safari. You have tiffins. You have the nomad lounge. Right, you have all right, that. Right, right, right. So I'll I'll have a lot of that. Um, and assuming I'm still broadcasting from this uh, this this radio station. Oh, stop will, being uh, such a party poop. I'll you'll be, be able fine. to talk to you about it. You'll talk to us. But uh, anyway, our next story, <laughs> Mike. You you're more work around the flame tree barbecue. Yeah, and apparently, you know, we had talked about this a long time ago about how they may build um, sort of an overhang 
for the walkway so that when you're walking to the to the food areas, you're covered. Apparently, that's going to actually happen. Like yeah. Some of those walkways will be covered now so that uh, so what we were hearing over a year ago now might now be coming to fruition. So do you think they listened to the show and decided we, ha- we were on to something there? Uh, I think we just have good sources. Oh. <laughs> That's my theory. That's and that's what I'm sticking with. That's your theory, and you're going <laughs> to stick with that. That's right. All right. Well, that would, and then this this let's see. It's not going to cause any closures, right? I mean, it's no, gonna, it's going to no, remain the place open. Will still be open. Absolutely. There may be certain pagodas where you can't right. sit in at certain times, but yeah, it's going to st- remain open, from what I understand. And it looks like the work is going to start soon, uh, if it mm-hmm. hasn't started already, and it's going to go through till June. So hopefully by June. It looks like this summer they're really shooting to have like a park that people can enjoy again. Right. You know, without as many walls and all right, that. Because right. once you get once the Rivers of Light is done, it'll look like a park again. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Rivers of Light should be the well, you still have Avatar, but that's off on its own. But once the Rivers of Light is done, I mean er, yeah. well, everything that's in the middle of the park should be ready to rock and roll. And it and aesthetically it'll look pleasing again. Right. And that's really the big thing. Um okay. Uh, have you heard about this Lion Guard adventure? Uh, yes, I have. Okay. Guess. Now, this is a limited time, they said this. Right. Um, we'll be able to do a become an honorary member of the Lion Guard. This is another one of these um, self-guided sort of game experiences. Interactive games. Interactive games um, along the lines of the old Wilderness Explorers, I guess we would call it. Well, or, this, or maybe When you say old, it makes it sound like it's gone, but it's not gone, Wilderness Explorers. Right, but it's along the lines of that, or is it more along the lines of maybe something like the ones in Epcot? Or, I don't think there's anything high-tech involved There's nothing with this high-tech one. I don't think so. Yeah. I think you're getting like badges and stuff similar to, to Wilderness Explorers. Yeah, be hasn't started yet though. No, we're going to be officially inducted into the guard, receive your honorary badges, and then uh, and then then that's that's all I got there. That's, well, that's all they're really telling you. Although, <laughs> the only other additional information I've heard is that going to last, um, at least according to Disney, it's going to last at least until Earth Day, April twenty second. Yeah, that's uh, we don't. There's nothing. Sp- uh, official about that, but it looks like that's well. If you if you go on their parks blog, you know, in the comments section where sometimes they the, the people, yeah, somebody responded to a question. Gotcha. And they said it's going to be at least till Earth Day. So that's, I guess, a, a net official. I mean, it's somebody from the parks blog that actually said that. So yeah, and you haven't seen this show yet, have you? The Lion Guard. Lion Guard? No, I haven't. Actually, it's no. it's it's funny. I mean, the show um, had sort of a pilot, I guess, what you would call mm-hmm. uh, a special of some kind, and then. Um, now they're go- it's going to be a series that if it hasn't started yet, it's going to start soon, uh, and and they're really I guess they really think this is going to be uh, something kids care about. Or it's a it's a it's a little kid thing, like a Disney Junior type. of it's thing, It's a right? Disney Junior show, yes. Like along with the Neverland Pirates, or more m- more grown up than more more mature than that. Uh, more mature than Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Okay. So I, I, I would say, I mean, the least mature is Mickey Mouse Clubhouse in that show, right? And then you have sort of stuff like Jake and the Neverland Pirates. But then you have that sort of next step up, like Miles from Tomorrowland. Okay. Or uh, there's another one on there, too. I, as you know, I now have an 11-month-old, so we watch a lot of Right, you know this more than I do. I used to know, I used to know, be the expert of this you would, you would, programming. Right, right. You but would, no longer. Right, those shows are all gone now. <laughs> um, but the, it's kind of more that. It's kind of okay. more... Um, there's, not, there's not a lot of, like, talking to babies and... 
There's none of that kind of stuff. So there's no counting and, you know. Okay. And th- it's not that really, really primitive, right? I right. It's, it's not like that kind of thing. So, um, again, I watched it once. I thought it was reasonable. I mean, it's got a long, lot more to go. And it doesn't matter if I like it because I'm not the audience. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, this Disney Vacation Club Safari Spectacular. This is interesting to me. Go t- okay. Tell us what it is. Oh, I mean, the information you have right in front of you is all anybody knows. Right, that's what I mean. So tell us, tell us what it is, because here's what we know. Guys, say what it is, and, and where does this come from? It comes from the Disney website. Okay, members and their guests. Oh, let me, let me. Uh, I was looking at the DVC. Um, le- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The DVC the member benefits. Benefits. Page. Okay, and this was listed on there, and I thought it was interesting. Members and their guests can right. take a walk on the wild side. At Disney's Vacation Club Safari Spectacular at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. This complimentary event. It's fascinating to me right there. That's the first thing that blows my mind. Right. Is exclusive to DVC members and their guests. More details to come. But what we know is when. And it's going to be on four days. In September, right. In September. Tuesday the 6th. The Thursday the 13th. The 22nd and the 27th, and it is at 9.30 to midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is, uh, and it's at the it's at the park and not at one of the Dis- Vacation Club uh, properties. It's right, not it's at, at the Kidani Jungle or House something, or right, Kidani right. Village. Um, it gives you information on how you can book. Mm-hmm. That's it. You can start booking in July? Start booking July 6th. Okay, so it's quite a ways away. Yeah, three months in advance you can start booking. Right. But they don't say anything about what it is. Nope. I mean, but you know what? You know what? Nine thirty to midnight is a two and a half hour, a two and a half hour complimentary event. Right. So they're going to obviously offer you food, which you're going to have to pay for. Obviously, I would. I would assume. I mean, you can't yeah. be there for two and a half hours, and they don't offer you some sort of beverage at some point. But what it is is, I'm not sure. Are they going to drive you around the safari for a little bit, and then you be able to hang around? But what the most interesting thing. Take a guess as to what I think is the most interesting thing about all of that. Other than the complimentary part? Other than the complimentary part, which is fascinating to me, obviously. I mean, it is the 20, 25th, right, anniversary of DVC? Yes. So they're doing a few of these things like the lounge at right. the Imagination Pavilion. But the fact that it's at 930 at yeah, night. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's that it. tells me, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but they're not going to close the park at 7 and then have this thing at 930. No. This tells me, I think... What we're looking at now is a park that closes at 9 o'clock with Rivers of Light at 9. I would agree. I think that's what that's telling me. I would agree. Yeah. Which I find, I mean, that's sort or of the Rivers Epcot. of Light maybe, I mean, well, in the, in the summer, it would have to be at 9. Right. If, unless they don't, unless it can happen at dusk, then it could happen maybe right. at 9. Right. You figure the show's 20 minutes, and after the Rivers yeah. of Light, you go over to wherever you're supposed to go for this post. Uh-huh. I mean, it's much like uh, when um, Epcot did the wind-down thing. It was like at 9.30. It was right. the same thing. Well, that came and went, huh? But, did, that, was, but that was a, a, not a hard ticket event. Yeah, that, I mean, that Right, was, it was a hard ticket event. But again, it was right after Illuminations was over. You had to go to whatever bar you were going to. And right. I really enjoyed that event. I thought it was fantastic. At least at at, uh, at um, La Cava. Was a, it was a fun experience. I, I would. It was a, definitely a thumbs up for me. But anyway... It's a little bit different, obviously, but this the timing of it tells me, I think, that Rivers of Light will be at nine o'clock. And that's the new that will be the new norm for Disney I'm Animal f- Kingdom. I'm fascinated by the timing of it. 
September like that. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's a time where it's not that all that crowded. Yeah, but this isn't a draw. People aren't going to come down for this. No, but they have, if you go on the page, there's a bunch of other things. So they're kind of distributing it throughout the oh, year. Oh, just something, just some kind of event. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a few of them. All right. Now, have you heard about Willie the Aardvark? I have heard about have Willie. Have you seen the pictures of Willie? I have. He's kind of like doing shows. Yes, he is. He's almost doing a meet and greet, it looks like. Okay, so Willie the Aardvark is now at Rafiki's uh, Planet Watch, the conservation station. There's a couple of things going at the conservation station. Um, and one of them is an Aardvark. And it's actually, um, he's actually like in a, in a harness or something right. like that. And he's he's walking around performing a, a little like dog and pony show or something. Right. Like well, that. this is out at Rafiki's, like you said. And they have that little stage show off the side where they bring out a couple of animals and sort of just do a little bit of a, you know, hey, look at these animals kind of thing. And they're bringing Willie out for this. And they're training him kind of. And aardvarks are just so weird yeah, and they fascinating. Are peculiar and they're animals. very odd looking. I think this will be a popular um, popular animal for it. And you know, maybe he'll become a mini celebrity, especially if we help that. A, a mini celebrity? A mini celebrity. A minor nope. celebrity. No pun intended. <laughs> yes, you know, he's an aardvark, so he's not that big, but well, although they're actually aardvarks are kind of I've always liked aardvarks. They're you know I always thought they would be an interesting animal too have at Disney's Animal Kingdom would have been a good you know exhibit somewhere but this is perfectly great uh, this week the Celebrate Africa event mm-hmm. is back at the Animal Kingdom Lodge folks if you're uh, if you're there it's actually at and this this blew my mind Wednesday from 10 to 11 <laughs> Wednesday from 10 to 11 for one hour on Wednesday and one hour uh, from Wednesday it's a weird time it is very strange but I guess they I don't know. I don't know if that's a if if it's uh, are we are we into the um, President's Week season and stuff, and they need some things at the at the hotels. I'm not really. What day sure, is it again? It's the seventh. No, it's not President's Week. Yeah, all right. Anyway, uh, here is some good news. Uh, we we Mike already mentioned Tiffins. It is the new restaurant, which uh, I'm I'm not. I don't think is going to be a huge success, but. Just because I I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. But you I, are. It hasn't even opened yet. And you're saying it's not going to be a huge success. It's going to be a massive success. I just I I think they're I think they're uh, they're taking a big risk here. I hope it's a big success. I really do. Uh, but here's some great. News. You think they'll be serving burgers within six months? That's what I. Think. Yeah. Fair enough. That's what I think. Not that I think that the restaurant won't be a success. I just don't think the initial idea is going to be very successful. Okay. Um, but. They are going to have what is guaranteed to be successful. That's for sure. A bar right adjacent to it called the Nomad Lounge. Mm-hmm. It's going to offer what Mike has written here as um, cocktails using the art of mixology. Whatever. That's what it with, said on the blog. With African, Asian, and South American flavors. Hmm. Which is what they're going for at the restaurant, too. Right. Beers and wines from those regions and a selection of specialty non-alcoholic beverages. Who cares about that? In addition to small little bites, which they have at all all the lounges now. Yeah, the tapas thing's a big deal at these lounge things now. Do we have a, a an opening, a, a clear opening date yet? Nope, still saying, still saying still spring, spring of the 2016. We're getting very close to spring of 2016. We are. We're, getting We're halfway there, for, halfway through winter. Very close to spring. Um, I mentioned that there's some stuff at, going on at... Um, Rafiki's Planet Watch, mm-hmm. and one of those things is a little marketing pitch for the new film Zootopia coming out on March 4th. 
Uh, anybody who saw, and just about everybody did, who saw Star Wars probably saw the trailer for Zootopia, mm-hmm. uh, which is which was an interesting trailer. I, I'm looking forward to this movie. Because it was it just be a scene. The sloth scene, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, th- what you got was just a, like a, a, a bit, mm-hmm. you know? And I thought that was kind of cool. What would be even funnier is if that bit isn't in the movie. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> but uh, it, it seemed to play pretty well. People laughed about it. So, I mean, it, people liked it. Anyway, they're opening up a new exhibit there. Um, it, it began. Uh, it's beginning now. It's beginning this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get clips of the film. Um, uh, they're doing a couple of different things. They're yeah, doing they're, one at the Hollywood Studios where they're showing the typical fifteen, you know, extended 15-minute yeah. trailer. But here at Rafiki's Planet Watch, it's almost like a little display. The Hollywood Studios, it's part of One Man's Dream. Yeah, they've been doing that for a while. Yeah. Um, the last, I don't remember what the last movie was they showed there, but yeah, they've been doing the, the yeah. 15 minute deal yeah. um, there. Um, but at Rafiki's Planet Watch, it's almost like a little display with some cutouts of the characters. And they're also yeah. showing you, um, you know, what the animators did to research because they, they made a big deal in the park's blog post anyway. Uh, they spent 18 months studying animals and spent a lot of time at the Animal Kingdom to sort of yeah. get their vibe for you know what animals should uh, do or not do and that kind of stuff. And they even showed all the animators on the Wild Africa Trek or whatever. So you know, just sort of, I don't know, it just seems like a very static kind of yeah. Some it looks like just some photographs, cutouts, and, cutouts, and, yeah, whatever. and some and some uh, cutouts of some of the characters, so the people will. You know, if if you've seen the movie, you will like that. It looks like, from what I read on here, that um, it will probably end sometime around Earth Day. Uh, The movie comes out early March, so you never never quite can tell, but those things usually... That's kind of long for one of these little displays to be up there even then. Um, The really question is, I mean, if if this movie is like a super hit... Um, I mean, will what? it last longer? Will they do something else? I mean, who the heck knows? If but... it's a super hit, you would imagine they'd do a little bit more than this. Right. I mean, if it's a super hit, I mean, if Zootopia is the next Frozen, for example. Right. I mean, you can imagine that they're going to do something Animal Kingdom. I mean, that would be the park that, that gets the Zootopia thing. Right. The interesting thing about this is that, uh, like you said, they made a big deal about the filmmakers studying mm-hmm. animals, which Disney filmmakers have been doing for ages. Since Bambi. Since Bambi, yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and how they went to the animal kingdom and how the animal kingdom was part of it and all this kind of stuff. And they they did the same thing with the lion guard, which we mentioned before. They made a lot of okay. a lot of mention of how you know they studied the animals and all this kind of stuff. So I mean, I guess we're 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 going to cross promote now the animal kingdom with the animal movies as they come out, which is about time. You know that they did that with the uh, with with some of these, so it's it's good. It's a, it's it's kind of an interesting mm-hmm. way of doing it. Um, I just saw this was from today. Okay, we have a menu update. I'm oh, looking really? at the Orlando Park News. Uh, several weeks ago, I'll just read you. Sorry, uh, sure. OrlandoParkNews.com. Uh, several weeks ago, we reported and selected. Kiosks throughout Disney's Animal Kingdom received new names we talked about to that. better match the theme of the park. Despite the name changes, kiosk menu had not been updated at that time, but now that's about to change. In fact, some of the Animal Kingdom's food and beverage locations introduced new menu changes earlier this week. Um, here they are. The Dawa Bar is now serving a Chenza cooler made with snow leopard vodka and a thirst-quenching tangerine lemonade. Whew. I love that snow leopard vodka. Yeah. 
This replaces the Tikiti cooler, which is made with watermelon lemonade, which I never had. Harambe Market now will serve tasty black-eyed pea, corn, and tomato salad. Sounds all right. The Smiling Crocodile now has snack-sized treats of cheddar grits with pulled pork and chicken drumstick with potato salad. Um, this rep- this replaced the salmon salad, chicken salad, and turkey sandwich. Terra Treats, the old allergy kiosk, um, is they've taken the chicken salad off. That's all. And the Warung Outpost. Um, this location is currently closed for flights of one refurbishment. Guests mm-hmm. looking for uh, okay, so that's just closed is all they're saying there. Uh, so you have to go over to the Drink Walla if you want something. So anyway, that's the uh, that's a little bit of a menu update on that story and finally mike the weirdest one i've ever heard this is an associated press story oh we're gonna bring this to safari mike who also happens to be our local attorney (laughs) of of record uh well first of all i don't know florida laws but go ahead okay associated press reports today an alabama family says an escaped snake at Disney's Animal Kingdom, dropped from a tree and bit a boy, which led to the death of the boy's grandmother. The family's attorney, who I won't name, said today that the family plans to sue Disney World. He says the grandmother saw the snake bite the boy, went into cardiac arrest, and died a short time later. Disney spokeswoman Jackie Waller says the allegations mischaracterize what happened. Disney contends the snake was wild, not part of an Animal Kingdom yeah, I exhibit. Say, I don't even know that there are snakes in Animal Kingdom, right? <laughs> and, and that was the first thing that came to me. Rafiki's and that there was no call for an ambulance for the grandmother after the incident. Disney also said the boy was treated with a Band-Aid, and the family returned to the oh, park. Oh, my Lord. I mean, people will sue over anything. On, on the surface... It is so ridiculous. On the surface, this does sound a little fishy. But <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Oh, my God. That's it for the local news. Let's jump right into the world news. You ready All to go? All right, Dave. Yes, we were going to go to uh, Star Wars Launch Bay as well as World Showcase, but first... There's been a change at the top of Imagineering. Imagineering veteran Bob Weiss has been promoted to the top job at Walt Disney Imagineering, taking on the role of president, the current chief creative executive, Bruce Vaughn, who has served as the co-executive leader of WDI since 2007, uh, is leaving the company. Uh, The other co-executive co-executive leader, Craig Russell, is taking on a different role. Bob Weiss um, is, you know, a, a pretty prominent Imagineer, and this is—I oh, I th- I think this I'm is looking good up his face so I can see who he is. Yeah, he—he's heavily involved in the California Adventure makeover. He was involved in Tokyo Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. He was involved in the original Tower of Terror attraction, and most recently, he was basically in charge of the Shanghai Disneyland project. So he has got good cred um, in Imagineering, and he is now. Uh, on, in charge, and I like the idea that a creative guy, I'm an Imagineering guy, is yeah. in charge of the uh, that division of the company. Yeah, I do too. And uh, but it, it's 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 funny because um, I I recognize his face sure. because I, I've seen this so many times. But he's not one of the guys that normally ends up on um, you know the Travel Channel shows and things no, like that. So you all. may not be as familiar with sure. him as you are with 
you know, with with some of the other guys um, who, you know, like the somebody like the Joe Rodies of the world. And right. People, people or, like that. Right, he's not, sure, I know what you mean. He's not as he's not as uh, as outspoken, I think, on those things. Yeah, Bruce Vaughn used to be on all those shows all the time. Yeah, he used to be on that that stuff a lot. And and uh, so, you know, maybe maybe he will be now. Maybe, but again, I, I, I can only be a good thing that a guy who is heavily involved in the, the actual process of Imagineering is in charge of the department. Um, it's always good when a guy who actually does the stuff is in charge of the stuff. Um, we could, we can only hope. We can hope. I mean, it, it's. I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. We can so. only hope. So hopefully, uh, and and some of the things he's done, like the California Adventure makeover, yeah, like uh, you know, uh, Tower of Terror, are all you know well received, well liked, generally speaking, things. So you know, hopefully, it's a good thing. You know, you're to the point now. I mean, with the with with the exception of Rhodey. Um, the days of the Tony Baxters, the Marty Sklars, right. the world, the, you know, people like that, you, you, you knowing what they do, their hand, their, their fingerprints are on what they do. You don't seem to have that anymore. No. I mean, you don't, you know, you don't have that except for Rhodey. You don't have that, you know, and I guess that's because Joe is probably the most charismatic of them. You know, he's, he's very outgoing. Yeah, he's, he's very outgoing. He's, he's a, yeah, and he's a great sure. he's a great speaker and a and he emolts, you know, his mm-hmm. he's like listening to a director in a movie or something like that. You know, he's he's very good. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, you don't know exactly what this guy did or didn't do because like I said, he is not it's not like he put his, puts his puts his fingerprints all over everything. But yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. I mean, things change and let's let's hope it changes for the better. Dave Disney has released a new promotion for people going to Disney World. Uh, the promotion is not the same as free dining has been in the past and that we're used to, but free food is involved. <laughs> when you purchase a non-discounted four-night, five-day stay at Walt Disney Room, uh, excuse me, Walt Disney World Room, as well as a ticket package at a value resort, you receive a free meal quick at a quick service per person per night. Uh, the summer meal offer is valid for most nights from May 29, well, you go on the website and you can figure out what nights they are. Essentially, don't go around July 4th for the summer. Uh, minimum length of stay is three nights, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It cannot be included with other promotions and does not include certain parts of art of animation. Okay. Uh, I had heard a lot of things on Twitter about how and other social media about how this is the end of the free dining. But free dining That's is usually in the fall. It's usually announced usually in the, in the summer early for the fall. Yeah, yeah. This is something completely different. Having said that, I hope this is the end of free. I mean, free dining. I've always been anti-free dining myself. I think it's taken well, yeah. a, a real. I think it has damaged the overall quality of food at Disney. When you go to a one quick one credit dining location, they're bad now. Well, it's it's not so much they're bad, but they're limited. They can't. you, yeah. you can't put like a great $40 steak on the menu because right. Right. you're not allowed or, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yep. Or, you know, piece of fish or Absolutely whatever Absolutely has done that. Yep. Um, so I'm all for a this replacing free dining. You know, you hear these rumors that Disney can't stand free dining anymore, but they, they're afraid to take it away and deal with the repercussions and the backlash of it. Right. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. This is I a new mean, promotion. I, I don't know why they're, I mean, 
we've discussed it ad nauseum. It's not really that great a deal. We've we've talked about it a million times before. People go crazy for it, but that neither here nor there. The the, the thing that Mike mentions about what free dining has done is absolutely correct. You can no longer go to a restaurant and somebody can order a thirty five dollar steak when the other person orders a chicken sandwich. Well, look what it did to you know, It went from a one service yep. to a two service, and all of a sudden, all the prices went up. Not only did all the prices went up, a lot of stuff came off the menu sure. because you can't charge fifty dollars for for, uh, for chicken for exactly exactly. Right. So it, so now you all have to eat either right. really expensive or not. Right. You know you don't have the opportunity to go to a restaurant that maybe kind of caters to a little bit of both, which a lot of restaurants do. I mean, let's face it, you go to a lot of Italian restaurants, you can get a fifteen dollar bowl of pasta, or you can get a really well made. You know, piece uh, of steak, piece of steak, or sure. something like that, and that's that. But that can't happen here anymore at Disney World. So, it's uh, yeah. It, uh, let's hope it's the end of it. But as I you don't said, believe it is. But I don't believe it is either. <laughs> so there's a lot of that rumor. Anyway, yeah. Let's move on to the next story, Dave. This is an interesting one. As we've talked about in the past, um, the Toy Story Pizza Planet is closed for a major refurbishment mm-hmm. all the way through uh, November. However, people have uncovered permits. Which call refer to the project to redo the place as Muppet B Complex. While this could be a holdover from the original plan of the area for Muppets, and originally Muppets was going to be that entire area. You mean that just being the name of the building from way back when? Correct. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Other people seem to think that this could be a sign that the restaurant itself will become a Muppet-themed area, mm. and the walls themselves have uh, are de- decorated with Muppets. Uh, it's also interesting to note that the Pizza Planet, um, the permit itself also includes Mama Melrose, which is an accompanying, that's one building, the two things. So we will see. There is a lot of rumors out there that the Toy Story Pizza Planet will not be Toy Story Pizza Planet when it reopens and will be some sort of Muppet-themed counter-service restaurant. Mike, do, do you know if the Muppet show has been successful ratings-wise? It's coming back next year. Well, it's coming it's, back for the been, remainder of this season. Uh, I thought it was picked up for season two. It is, so, okay. I could be wrong about coming that. Coming back in the spring. I thought so. Yeah? I, okay. I thought I'm back next year. I don't year, know I either. I don't know either. I'd have but, to look that up. I don't know. No. I, I can tell you that it started off slow. It picked up some steam. Yeah, I watched the first couple of episodes, and it lost me. Yeah, it was better moving on. Um, What I find the whole thing interesting, and we'll get to another story here, is a lot of people just assumed that the Muppets were going to go bye-bye if Star Wars was going to become... uh, Star Wars land was going to be built in that lights, motor, action, Streets of America area, which it obviously is going to be now. Right. If they leave the Muppets and, and turn Toy Story Pizza Planet into a Muppet-themed restaurant or whatever, there's going to be basically a mini Muppet land in between Star Tours and the rest of Star Wars land, which seems relatively odd to me. Yeah, I would Although, agree. in actuality, they're building Star Wars land in Disneyland, and there's a Star Tours there, too. <laughs> yeah. And there's not going to be attached either. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's bad, bad uh, foresight. But I mean, I just goes. assumed that Muppets, if Toy Story, uh, if, excuse me, if Star Tours, or Star Star Wars Land was going to be where Lights Motors Action is, I just assumed the Muppets was going bye bye. 
But I mean, you, you would think it would. I mean, the show's been there forever. I mean, if they if they're happy with the success of the Muppet Show, which I'm just quickly reading through the news as of early January, uh, you know, executives from ABC were calling it a disappointment. Okay, um, but that doesn't mean that they didn't renew it. It just means that, that they might not have. They might yeah, not have. Just, just, they, just, they just said that it, it was, was picked, it was maybe off to a up bad for the rest start. Of the and, year. Yeah, they didn't like the they didn't like how it was how it was. Uh, I know they changed the showrunner. I know they made some changes midstream. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they're talking about. So I mean, maybe it's picking up steam and doing a little bit better, but. Um, however, having said that, I mean, they are characters that ha- go beyond the success sure. of this one show, though Disney sometimes has a hard time seeing through all that. But um, I, I, you would think you so would that, think I mean, you would you would th- you would think this is going to that Star Wars would would oh, man, just let the whole park just take the whole thing. Let's give the whole park over to Star Wars. Well, you can't do that because sure what if you you're can. not a Star Wars fan. You're never going to go there. Don't go. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm Who's not a Star Wars fan? Well, there are a few of them out there, I, I think. I guess so. There probably are. They're pariahs right now, but they're out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I'm going to go through a couple of quick stories here. Right. Uh, Flying Fish in Boardwalk yeah. is closed. It's going to have a major refurb. But today we know that uh, a few of the other surrounding places... Seashore Suites, which I always liked as a uh, candy store at the boardwalk. That's a little corner candy yep. store, yeah. The Yard and the uh, the Yard Arcade, excuse me, that's mm. on the boardwalk. Yeah. It's... And the ESPN Store are all closing permanently. Just the store? Be, yeah. Okay. We're all closing permanently um, as of February 1st, so right around the corner. They had a huge ESPN branded store. I mean, it was huge. Mm-hmm. And I never, ever saw people in there. I, don't, I mean, I, I can't imagine they made any money. They put they could put a few ESPN T-shirts and stuff yeah, up in a small yeah. kiosk in that gigantic restaurant, yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. and, and sell plenty there. So I don't. We, there's no no. We don't know what they're doing. This the Seashore Suites is adjacent to Flying Fish, so that could be part of this refurb of this restaurant and overhaul of the restaurant. But the other two are nowhere near it, so I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do with those. But yeah. there's some changes coming to the boardwalk. Probably overdue for yeah, at least for fine. the yeah at least for the retail end. I like the sweet shop though. I did like the candy store. I thought it, did, it was I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, whatever. yeah. But but it's a yeah. good boardwalk kind of place to go. I agree. I mean, I, that's the one that I'm that I'm thinking there that I that I would like. Um, the ESPN. I don't even go in there. Yeah, anymore, who cares so about those? Uh, nobody cares about those. Dave, yeah. over in Epcot at the World Showcase, we now know what's replaced the famed Lumberjack Show. I know uh, many oh, people. Oh yeah, many people missed the Lumberjack Show already. Trade Nation or Trad Nation or whatever you want to call Trad. it. Trad. Trad, all right. Is doing in a limited engagement at uh, that area. They are celebrating Quebec's rich heritage of music. It is a five-piece band that performs traditional songs and actually does step dance, much like river dancing. Yeah, it's very much a, it's, it's very much a Celtic yes. feel um, with a French accent. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who spent many years telling me why are we listening to a Celtic rock band playing in Canada, now you know why. Because <laughs> that's thing- what Canadian folk music is. And I, I saw them and I watched them a little bit. It's um, all right. It's all right, yeah. I mean, again... It's not really my thing, but it's all right. No, it's not my thing. I mean, I, it, it's, it was, yeah, it was just a little... It's a little Vanilla. It's a little. It's a little dull. It's not going to attract crowds. It's also a, when they have their last day. There's not going to be thousands of people coming out to watch them. Play. Well, I mean that's not fair. 
I'm you just saying. Off kilter. I mean, off kilter was there for how many years? A long time. I mean, these people are going to be there for three months, and they're going to yeah. go by. I mean, it's a, it's a like as you're alluding to. It's a limited engagement. Yep. It seems to be the new mo here at Epcot. Yeah. They're, so they're they bringing don't have people to, in for yeah. three months, and then saying goodbye. Yeah, so they don't have to commit any long-term financial. Um, yeah, but how many Morocco contract to them? I mean, how many, sooner or later, going to run out of. Acts. Well, that's not really up to them. I mean, they usually, at least, this is how it usually works with Disney. They have they they far, they go out to uh, music management companies, right. and music management companies bring these people in or put the bands together or however it, however mm-hmm. it needs to work out. To bring in this stuff, yes, it'll be hard for Morocco. It'll be hard for Canada. Um, easier for Canada. Easier think. for Canada because they can actually go to Canada and That's bring true. somebody in for a three month engagement, as opposed to going to Florida for the lumberjacks. Yeah, I mean it's it's <laughs> it's harder to do it, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's you see where they're going now. So we're just mm-hmm. so now the, we have the answer to the question, and and that is honestly, it seems to me, off kilter was making too much money. Probably so. So now. So now we're going to cheapen that out, and we don't really care if people stop and get into it or like it or want to buy and their CD background or anything. Like that. It's just background noise now. Yeah. Right. It's not, so, it's not an event. Right. It's background noise. So again, I waiting for the day I hear that whoever took over in charge of entertainment and made these decisions is no longer working for <laughs> Epcot, because then, then I will be excited once again to go to the World Showcase. <laughs> Dave, I have a couple more stories, and they're all... Star Wars related. You yes. ready? Yes. Kylo Ren, the famed bad guy from the most recent Star Wars movie, will soon be appearing for meet and greets at Disney's Hollywood Studios. In fact, he might already started already. Um, he is taking the place of Darth Vader at the launch bay. Um, you can look for Kylo Ren soon. Darth Vader will no longer have meet and greets, so that you can still see him at the Jedi training. Interesting choice. Why? Because Kylo Ren is a new character mm-hmm. with um, mixed, I would say, mostly positive, but not completely positive um, reviews towards the character. That's true. I've heard okay. some people say, yeah. "Oh, he wasn't as nasty as he wasn't." Yeah, as there was a, evil there, I mean, there was a lot of there's a lot of issues. I mean, I personally love the character because because they're building it from the ground up as opposed to just you know here's somebody who's evil and we don't know why. Uh, we're we're seeing a process taking place with them. So I really liked him. And he was also uh, flawed. I mean, Darth Vader was yeah. almost perfectly evil. I mean, right. I mean, obviously we all know how that ended, but. He had a flaw to him, and you, you can almost think that he may be salvageable. Maybe he's not. I mean, it's a, a more interesting character. But it's, to me, Vader right. is the icon, the aesthetic icon right. sure. of, of Star Wars. So it's kind of like replacing Mickey Mouse with the sloth from Zootopia. Right, I understand what you're saying. I mean, assuming the Zootopia sloth, is Darth popular. Vader is probably. I would put him. He's the biggest character of Star Wars. Not with Han Solo, ca- not only the biggest character, but if you were going to do a list of the greatest movie villains of all time, he's in the top five. It's well, it's, I, to me, it's either him or the Wicked Witch of the East. Yeah, it's those 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 are the top ones. Um, Wicked Witch of the West. I'm sorry. Right, that's what I meant. Um, those are the two, I think. I mean, you want to throw in Hannibal, for, you know, Lecter and all that kind of whatever. Well, that's a harm. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. But I think it's, I think it's those two. You're never going to top him. No, you, you can't duplicate him. No. So why bother trying? Exactly. Right. But, but I, I still think it's an interesting choice to remove him from the meet and greets. I, I just don't see people lining up 
to see Kylo Ren like they would to line up to meet and greet Darth Vader. Right. I mean, I would. I wouldn't. But I don't meet and greet anybody. But I would, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, Vader right. is, is more of the draw. Sure. So, and to everybody, no matter who it is. Uh, so I, it's just it's an interesting choice. But again, we, we you know, Star Wars is expanding here. Mm-hmm. And if there's going to be a character in this new Star Wars land who has a meet and greet treated like the Mickey meet and greets are treated everywhere else, it's Vader. Sure. So it could very well be that Kylo Ren will take over here at the launch bay, and somewhere not far away will be the entire building dedicated to the Darth Vader well, meet and greet. they are doing you know? some new stuff with meet and greets and stuff. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if that, that Vader that, is, yeah. is somewhere around here. I mean, you still meet Chewbacca on the uh, right. other side of the launch bay. So, I just hope I don't hear from Disney execs, and I haven't read this story, so I'm sure it's coming. I hope that I don't hear. Well, everybody now recognizes Kylo Ren and they come into their park our park and they go wow I just saw that great movie where's Kylo Ren because please it's so stupid when they say things like that. <laughs> you know what I mean they always oh, they always say that you know but they you know we were we were worried due to guest demand we're now due to, yeah that's a bunch of nonsense we were worried when we heard way back when about how the the attractions and the, the, the direction that they're going with the changes to the parks were going to be slighted towards the new trilogy of mm-hmm. movies or the new films. And uh, now nobody's worried about that anymore. Right. I mean, we were worried that this might not be as successful. This could be prequels and we could end up with Jar Jar Binks, you know, the awesome. equivalent of Jar Jar Binks uh, doing meet and greets, but we're not going to have that now. Now we have, you they know, should have a have Jar Jar Binks meet and greet. That would be fascinating. I'm waiting for the BB-8 to roll around the park. Okay. That's what I want to see. An interactive BB-8? That's what I want to see. You can now, buy one at Target. In a way, yeah, but it's cool. only six and seven inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Shall I move on? Yes. Disney has announced that the, and we talked about this a little bit before, uh, everybody's favorite uh, extreme stunt show, Lights, Motors, Action. That's your favorite? Will be closing, yeah. will be closing on April 2nd, 2016. Other closures include... The Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie set. Oh. I know kids, the five to ten year old set, are still, I mean, love. Love that film. Honey, yeah. I Shrunk the yeah. Kids. The Monsters, Inc. character meet and greet. Watto's Grotto, which was over there somewhere, whatever. Yeah. Studio Catering Company, which was actually a fairly large sized. Very big. Uh, so that whole service. block of that whole. And uh, probably the one I will miss the most the Writer's Stop. Are all closing permanently. Wow. And to top it all off, the famed Earful Tower, which yeah. actually served as well, a park's icon for a little bit, will be removed yeah. as part of all of this. A time frame for the actual closure of Streets of America has not yet been announced, but all of this is coming to uh, as part of the redevelopment of the park for the 14-acre Star Wars land and 11-acre Toy Story land, all being built back there. So when are these going to close? April 2nd. April 2nd. Okay. All right. You know, maybe maybe I'll go to that park when we're down there just one well, last time. Why? For, for, are you going to go see Lights Motors Action? For no. A okay. But I would like to go see um, this, the launch bay. I'd like to see the, the, the fireworks. All right. That's fine. Um, and I would probably go to, you know, things that I've liked in the past because who knows what's next? Right. You know, you know, what, like I said, the one thing I'll miss there is I always like the writer's stop. Yeah, that's true. I went there for a cup of coffee. We would always, 
Um, are because when we when the kids were little, they didn't want to go on rock and roller coaster toys or the Tower of Terror. They were too little for that. They didn't, right. they freaked out by those. So we would always, um, you know, one person would go get the fast passes for Toy Story Midway Mania. The other person would sign up my son for Jedi Training Academy. And then meet there. Then we would meet at Jedi Training Academy, ride Star Tours, and go to the Rider Stop while everybody else was running around the other things. Gotcha. That was our morning at Hollywood well, Studios. Well, maybe, maybe there'll be a new place for mornings. I hope so. I did like the Rider Stop. I thought it was a nice little place. It usually wasn't all that crowded. Had, you know, had, I would always get a cup of coffee and some little dessert type of breakfast. I'll miss it. So it, lo- it looks like what may happen when all said and done mm-hmm. is this park is going to have Sunset Boulevard. Right. The um, Indiana Jones show. Yeah, it looks like that's going to survive. Okay. That, that and Echo Lake over there. Right. The, the, the Launch Bay area with the Disney Junior show. Yeah, but Launch Bay, I'm sure. Go ahead. Yes. Right. And then everything else is going to be uh, and, and I guess a great movie, right? Then everything else would be Pixar, Lucasfilm, or the Muppets. Correct. I would imagine. So we're really shrinking the choices. I would imagine Launch Bay will be something else once Start. It'll, it'll be yeah. Opens and on they'll the move, side of the, move park. the Launch Bay to somewhere else. Well, they'll move that stuff to other things, and they, that that's sort of temporary, just to sort of tide you over. Yeah, I guess you can't. I mean, you could keep it if if you wanted to, but, but it I'm, wouldn't be a Launch Bay because that's not where Star Wars is going. Right. I would have just assume they would shut it down and do something else there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very possible. So, do we have anything else? Uh, one other thing, Dave. Yep. The Wonderful World of Disney. Oh, I Disneyland sixtieth special is premiere is coming on. I should say. I can't wait for this. February twenty first at eight p.m. on ABC. This. Go ahead. And one of the things they're going to have is Han Solo will, and that's Harrison Ford for you who don't know, is going to come out and give you some more information as to what. Star Wars Land is actually going to be both at Disneyland, which of course is the name of the show, and Walt Disney World. So we're going to get more information about Star Wars Land on February 21st. We don't know how accurate that information is going to be because we're still a couple years away from it, so it could change, much like Fantasyland changed a couple of times over the years. Sure. But it'll be fascinating to see. It will be. Set the DVRs, kids, because I'll tell you right now, I find it very hard to believe that they have contracted Harrison Ford to say nothing of any importance. I can't imagine Harrison Ford's going to come out and say, you're going to experience Star Wars like you never no, did give before. You They're going to give you They're going to give you something. So, and, and you get to see Han Solo. And it do also it. has to be fairly concrete. I mean, it's one thing to go on stage at a D23 Expo, announce Fantasyland right. with some concept art, and then like, 18 months later, change it to the line coaster. This is going to millions. You're going on yep. ABC with Harrison Ford. You're going to have to be pretty confident have have some, yeah. that this, I agree. the information you're given is what's actually going to be there. I agree 100%. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I, th- I actually think that that's... So that's I don't know if that tells happen. us they really know what they're doing now. I mean, and by what they're doing is what's actually going to be there at the end. Or he's really not going to say all that much. It's going to be very ambiguous. I think you'll get something of... I think you'll get one nugget of concrete yeah. planning. I think you're going to get one attraction, one show, one something sure. in there um, that you know 
that concept art of the cantina. Yeah, perhaps. something you could take to the bank, and something that'll be everywhere. So it'll be something that'll happen on both coasts. And the other thing I think is that when they announced this land uh, at the last D twenty three. They were kind of, I mean, it wasn't specific, but it was specific to the point where they said, you will be piloting the Millennium Falcon for one attraction, and the other attraction was going to be uh, based on, you know, the uh, First Order versus the Rebellion. So they must have had... Resistance. I'm sorry. They must have had some thought process as to where they were going with these. It's now going to be about six months later. Maybe they have... All right. They're pretty sure what they're going to do. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for this. This is going to be great. Well, it should be an interesting show either way. All right, Mike. A couple of weeks ago, you and I lost a recording okay. of the... Um, we, we, we said what we were going to do is we are going to come up with our blue sky ideas on how... Right. We would bring. I don't think Harrison Ford's going to be mentioning Animal Kingdom on the show. No. Okay. So we brought some blue sky ideas and how we're going to bring <laughs> Star Wars into the Animal Kingdom if we had to. Yeah, we don't. We're not recommending this. We're not recommending this. <laughs> but I want. But we didn't get a chance to because we had serious technical meltdown there. Um, we ha- I, we never got a chance to actually play that part of the show, and I just wanted to briefly mm-hmm. go through. Those ideas now, just to kind of now, Mike's heard this already, so you know he's he's, he's not going to pretend that uh, that he's being shocked by any of this. <gasps> but I will uh, I'll give you my ideas quickly. Okay, my idea was basically um, let's not have Avatar. <laughs> let's say goodbye to Avatar uh, because who cares about Avatar with Star Wars? Um, and we're going to remake the entire Avatar area. Instead of entering into a military base, we're going to enter into Maz Kanata's castle. Uh, her, you know, which is what she called it, Maz Kanata's castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a bar, restaurant, kind of gift shop. Um, it's Animal Kingdom looking. It's Animal Kingdom looking. Uh, you could do you do some neat little artifact kind of things in there. And it's also the jumping off point from here. Just like Finn, you're going to get passage to the Outer Rim. And you are going to now go off to some Outer Rim planets, including, let's see what I have. I want, the one thing I want to change, well, let's start with what we have. First, we're going to have a little boat ride, but it's going to be a boat ride through the wonderful, beautiful world of Wookiees, which was called Kashyyyk, or Kashuk or however it's pronounced. It's pronounced a few different ways over the years. It's Kashyyyk. Everybody knows it's Kashyyyk. Well, if you watch the 1979's famous Star Wars Christmas special. That doesn't count. They call it Kashuk. Well, I mean, they They also also had a Wookiee named Speedy or something like that. (laughs) Anyway, that's how they pronounced it. Um, So so instead of blue men, we're going to put fur on them and call them Wookiees. And we're going to have a nice little boat ride through the Wookiee thing, uh, through the Wookiee planet. And then in uh, instead of those, whatever those flying creatures were that you have in Avatar, because nobody, nobody knows the name of them, um, we're going to now go to another creature nobody knows the name of, but people will be more fascinated by. And it is a, I think it was called the Varactyl. It was the ride that the animal that Obi-Wan rode on. On the planet of Utapau, okay, in or which is another outer rim planet, uh, to find and face down General Grievous. So this could be a thing where you're, you know, traveling on top of this animal, um, trying to escape the the um, clone troopers 
and the the droids, right? Because in that, but this third would there would have been clone troopers there. What, what would have been the the droids from the from the Trade Federation right. droids, right? right? Okay, so you escape those and maybe even come in contact with General Grievous, and then finally, I want to build a coaster, and it's going to be a speeder bike ride through the woods of Endor. So those are all outer rim planets. They all are very animal focused. Um, they all, well, I guess you can call them animal focused, if the, even though they're made up animals. Uh, but so are the ones in Avatar, and uh, I think it should be a lot of fun. So those were my ideas. What were yours? Before we move to my ideas, and I'll do yep. that very quickly. Just I looked it up. Uh, the Christmas special for Star Wars. The uh, Wookiees' names were it was <laughs> Chewbacca's wife Mala. Yeah, which is okay. That's fine. right. His father Itchy. Itchy. And his son, Lumpy. Lumpy. It's as bad as it gets. Folks, if you ever have a chance to... to you, It's on YouTube. You it's can watch it. You can, you can it find gets. it. You will be it is stunned so horrible. by it. Stunned by it. If you've never seen it before, <laughs> you really ought to see it. Really, yes. It's true. And keep in mind that this was one of... The, this was a situation that um, where Lucas basically just handed this over and just... Because he was in the middle of shooting Empire. And he just kind of handed this whole project over and wasn't really even involved with it. Kind of gave him a story about how Han has got to get Chewie back to his planet to see his family for some sort of special holiday. I mean, it was kind of a cheesy story to begin with. But then they turned it into like a song and dance variety show. I just just assumed. It goes on forever. I just assumed Lucas was in a coma for a couple of months and they somehow... Did this while he was he just signed over the idea. He he gave him sort of creative ideas, and he was not part of it at all. And I guess he heard, um, you know, after it had been shot and after he was already contract, there's really nothing he could do about it. He heard about the you know from Han Solo, Mike. When you see, first of all, Carrie Fisher's obviously drunk. Um, there's there's well, no she was drunk in the last. There's movie no too, two ways either. about that. When you see her sing, it's hilarious. But um, <laughs> you got to see. It's awful. Han Solo gritting his teeth like you could tell he wanted to be anywhere but there. It's it's really funny. It's it's required watching if you're a Star it Wars is, fan. It's fascinating. And if you're a Lucasfilm fan, you like those stuff, you have to you watch You watch it. this show and you think to yourself, really Jar Jar isn't all that bad. Yeah, nope. Not as bad as Lumpy. <laughs> He's no itchy. He's no itchy. So what were yours? <laughs> all right, Dave, real quick. I had three ideas. One was... There was a creature at in Jakku in the beginning of the most recent movie, yes, obviously, which was this bird that uh, you know was hammering on the junk like a hammer beak. You know, yeah, his weird. Beak for so, it was weird. Yeah, I would love to see kind of a, an animatronic, almost along the lines of Lucky, where they would walk around with this axe beak kind of thing or hammer beak bird. Um, and do like a little meet and greet kind of thing. I think that would be a fun idea for Discovery Island. I like it. Number two. So you're just spreading them all over the place. You're just, uh, you're just integrating I them into am. The I'm not building one kind of land. Number two was I would do a, um, a boat ride from Discovery Island again. This one would take you off, you know, use the boats from Discovery Island, and you would go to Dagobah, where you would see the swamp. And you would enjoy some of the creatures there, like the one-eyed thing that sticks out. And yeah, that's cool. That come out of the water at you. Yoda, Yoda audio animatronic. Maybe um, you can have something spit R2 out of the water and toss them. Yes, and cool. you know, like an audio, uh, Yoda animatronic and nice. that kind of stuff. Nice. And um, my last idea, 
would be, and this is actually one I think, as we said it before, we're not in favor of any of these. But this one (laughs) I might actually be in favor of. And that is take away the Rainforest Cafe and build an Ewok Cafe where you would, in the village of Ewok, you would have the Ewoks above you and you can dine and you have C-3PO as the, you know, sitting in his throne and some of the other characters. they, They ate people, Mike. They were going to roast Han Solo. Are we going to have Rack of Harrison Ford? You could, I suppose. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, totally ruling that out. But um, I think it would be a fun, not totally <laughs> fun atmosphere. You have the, you know, you hear Ewok singing and dancing. A little and stuff song, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, that, that those are my three ideas. I like him. I like him. So there you go, folks. For those of you who uh, wanted to actually hear ideas, and I don't know why you'd want to, but for those of you who actually did, there they are. That is all for the show today. Uh, you can find Mike on Twitter at, at Jombo Everyone. You could find me occasionally at Radio Harambe. You can also find uh, Jombo Everyone on Facebook. Mike's also on other, all the other uh, social, social media, media a- outlets out there. Um, and if you want to have any questions about the show or you have any comments, also feel free to email me at JomboEveryone at gmail.com. So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well. And thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Now, <laughs> now,